Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kinda whatever. Mainly, we just shout about nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Jimmy Uthie, joined by my co-host, Holden Sutter. Boy, howdy! <laughs> We've got a great show for you this week, <laughs> featuring our non-spoiler and spoiler reviews of Sonic the Hedgehog, as well as our reactions to the Academy Awards. Holden, let's do it. Woo! That one movie podcast. All right, a little peek behind the curtain here. I, well, <laughs> the first I said, joined by my co-host Holden Sutter during the intro, and then he, just, <laughs> he didn't say anything <laughs> like he's supposed to, and we just sat there for four seconds. I wanted I was Jimmy in- to keep it in, and honestly, I'm hoping that he just keeps in everything we just recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was funny. It was like four seconds of just silence, and then we started laughing, and then I did the rest of the intro, except I just completely butchered Academy Awards beyond repair so i was like well good thing you were just completely silent so let's go back and then do something and that was followed by another just awkward six six (laughs) seconds of just staring at each other in silence and then he just screams boy howdy into the microphones yeah anyway holden let's (laughs) now you know how we work let's get to the toms Toms, 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 Toms. Toms is a rapid fire game. Scott's. It's a segment. Yeah. You didn't ask me if I was ready. It's not a show. (laughs) Well, if ready or not, buckle up, Holden. (laughs) Toms is a rapid fire segment in which we rate the news from this week in the world of entertainment based on a scale of three famous Toms Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest rating, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Holden, let's get started. Okay. Uh, let's start off with some Uncharted news, huh? Oh, wow. What a surprise. <laughs> uh, Tom Holland stated that the Uncharted movie will be a Nathan Drake origin story. Didn't we know that? That's what he said. Apparently, we didn't know that. If this movie keeps getting delayed, it's not going to be a Nathan no. Drake origin story. <laughs> it's going to be Tom Holland, middle-aged, the right age to be Nathan Drake. <laughs> Tom Holland, the right age to be Nathan Drake. Yeah. I mean, I thought that's what this was billed at as, as at first anyway. I don't know. It seems like that's what it'd be because Tom Holland is like 22. He's young, and he doesn't look like a, 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 a middle-aged slash little bit young man like Nathan Drake. And if Mark Wahlberg is Sully. Yeah. That uh, would make sense. This is a Bergeron, Holden. I'll give it a Bergeron, too. Why did you Whatever. even bring this up? This what? wasn't even that interesting. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Harrison Ford says he's going to start working on Indiana Jones 5 in two months. But that wow. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so Why not? Because nobody else has been cast for that movie and the script isn't finalized. <laughs> and so. you know, it could just be him. They could just be doing like an entire green screen movie, kind of like the Jungle Book with only one actor. And or, so it's going to be Harrison Ford running around. Or just the, call, the, the call of the wild. Yeah, just like him that too. Running around with a CGI yeah, dog. Because as we know, Harrison Ford doesn't like working with other actors. So <laughs> <laughs> this would save him that hassle. Uh, the movie... Currently has a release date of July 9th, twenty twenty one. That's not gonna happen. I, yeah. How is how would that happen? I don't know. He's got to. He would have to turn around from West Side Story to this yeah. movie so fast. Spielberg would literally have a movie like two movies six months apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, his last he movie did it with Schindler's was, List and Jurassic Park. It, his last movie he came out with was re- like Ready Player One. Man. Yeah. <laughs> What a gem. Didn't see it. Can't wait. Uh, Bergeron. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a Bergeron. Holden, the new bat suit. It got teased. It People did. like it? Do they not like it? I don't know. I just kind of watched the video and I thought it reacted. Looked, I thought it looked good. I think it is fine. I don't I, I don't love it, definitely. Well, okay. So here's the thing about that bat suit teaser. First of all, it literally just looks like Daredevil. Yeah. With like the color, because it, it looks like 
uh, like a trailer for like the Daredevil show or something because of the red color scheme that it's it's well it's in like a red light and whatever. And so when I first saw like a thumbnail for it, I was like, is, why is there a Daredevil costume? Like you also really this? can't see it very well. No. I don't like the cowl. I'm with you. Yeah, the cowl looks weird, and it also might be his eyes, too. I kind of noticed that like his eyes stand out in it weird. No, you can't really. And, I mean, see. Robert Pattinson does have beautiful eyes, so they'll probably stand out no matter what. You can't really see the suit though, either. No, I don't know. It, it's not my favorite. It looks kind of. I mean, it looks kind of in between. I was thinking like in between the like, the Dark Knight one where it's basically just police armor and then like the comic book one it kind of looks like a middle ground well, it looks like a year one suit mixed with the arkham knight suit because oh. the, the chest plate is very similar to the arkham knight design oh i could see that yeah. and the way just like up to the shoulder pads and like across the pecs yeah um and then it looks like that's a batarang in his suit yeah so i bet he pulls that out sometime at some point yeah i mean I, I'm just waiting for us to see a full shot of it, and yeah. then I'll make my official decision. And in the context of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'll make my decision before then. Oh, yeah. You know what they say, always be prejudiced. Judge judge a book by its cover. Yep. Uh, another note on this. The background music uh, for the screen test was apparently composed by the film's composer, Michael Giacchino. Nice. So it's very... For those of you, uh, for those of you audiophiles out there, I mean, you, you might know this already, but he did the Incredibles score, yes, which is one of the best soundtracks ever. I believe it did not even down. get nominated for best original yeah, score, yeah, which is stupid. But he's also done a lot of other very successful uh, and good movie scores. But that's just the one that always up. stands out to me. Oh yeah, Up. Did he win for Up? I think so. I think he Up might have won. Well, maybe we'll have to look it up when we talk about the Oscars. Yeah, man, the beginning of Up, man. I'll give it a Bergeron. Uh, yeah, the beginning of Up. So, yeah. uh, the beginning of Up gets a Brokaw, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the bat suit gets a, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a Bergeron too. Holden, speaking of music, we got the new No Time to Die theme by William Eilish. Why, William Eilash. William Thank Eilash. You. Billy Eilish, for those of you who don't understand the joke. Billy, it's short for William, you know. It's a joke. Good old but Buck Eilish. <laughs> Billy Eilish is, is a young woman, so it's, it's, yeah. so it's not William. Could be William. I guess. Who are we to say? We are the final authority. We are not. <laughs> um, yeah, so this thing came out, and it's pretty good. It's no uh, Skyfall, but no. it's, uh, it's a good one. It's not Skyfall. It's... Sky it takes fall. a lot. It takes a lot of, in like I think, I watched this uh, video by uh, Ralph the movie maker who I quite like his videos. Shout out to him on um, the off chance he ever listen ever wa- listens to this, which he never will. Um, but he he did kind of a reaction to the theme and he pointed out how like the last theme, which was not good, the one for Spectre, the writings on the wall by Sam Smith. It's really bad. Um, But that one and this one, they take a lot of cues from Skyfall. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's probably because Skyfall is really, really good and was also very successful as a song on its own. Um, But yeah, I mean, it has like Billie Eilish's sound. Like the song starts out and it kind of sounds like any other Billie Eilish song. But then as it it goes on, it becomes more into the the James Bondy theme. It definitely is a Bondy yeah it's got bond all over it's got that suave polish it does mm-hmm. it does mm-hmm. much like bond himself oh i like that um but yeah it's it's a good song it's I a broca i would yeah, say i would give it a broca y'all should listen to it support good music you know holden you song. said you had it you had a few pieces of news you want to add I think you should put it just here before couple. we get to our Oscar reactions. Right. I just have a couple. Uh, one of them, it, so I actually was going to mention the Harrison Ford thing if you hadn't already mentioned it, but so, uh, another one kind of like that. Chris Pratt says Jurassic World 3 will be filming within the next few months as well. It hasn't already? No, I guess not. What? I thought they were, <laughs> I thought they were like, I'm already making that movie. No, I guess not. The, the last one came out like a year and a half ago. 
Yeah, it was like a whole year and a half ago. Yeah. They haven't even started filming this one? Oh, yeah. I guess not. Wow. Not excited for it. <laughs> yeah, no. Who's directing? I don't even it's, know. Uh, it's who's directing Colin it? Trevorrow. Wait, he's back? Yeah, he's back. Oh. Well, Jurassic World 1 was all right. It's pretty yeah. good. Regarding Henry was apparently terrible. No, the, the Book of Henry. Reg- yeah. The regarding book, Henry. Regarding the Book of Henry. The Which, movie is called The Book of Henry. Yeah, what what's regarding Henry what? though? That's a is movie, that a isn't thing? it? Is that with know. Harrison? I'm gonna look this up. You keep talking. Okay. Anyway, so Jimmy and I both think Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is pretty abysmal. It's like it's got very few saving graces. What yeah. is it? 1991 film starring Harrison Ford. Okay. And wow. screenplay by J.J. Abrams. Wow. Glad we we stopped for that one. Um. Anyway, yeah, so Jurassic World 3, I'm not that excited for it. I mean, we'll see it. Maybe not. I mean, dinosaur- <laughs> <laughs> dinosaurs are out in the world, huh? They're out They're out among us now. What's new? Am I right? <laughs> That's a bombadil. Yeah, bombadil. Maybe you should just make Chris Pratt's character interesting. Or, you know, yeah. any of the characters interesting. Yeah. And not just have annoying millennials in it. Yeah, or Gen the one Zers. who just screams. And then, yeah, Justice Smith. Yeah, that yeah. one. Although he was, he was all right. That was, Pikachu. Yeah, he's pretty good in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so Bombadil's for that. Next, the, my other piece of news, though, Jimmy, I'm kind of surprised you didn't bring this up. They're making, Disney is making an Aladdin sequel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't Be- see the first one. Because the. We missed that one. We how decided we- not to see it, I think. Yeah, how did we do that? Um, the resounding success of the live-action Aladdin movie has made Disney decide, hey, let's make another one. Why not? Will it be based off of one of the animated sequels? Probably not, because I don't think they're good. I also don't know. I don't think I've seen them. In those, fun fact, in the animated Aladdin sequels, uh, the genie is voiced by the guy who plays Homer. Oh! As opposed to Robin Williams, because Robin Williams didn't want to do another one. I think he had a bad time working on the first one or something. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, what do you think, Jimmy? Aladdin um, sequel. Well, concerning, I didn't see the first one. <laughs> Probably won't see this one either. Probably won't see this one unless I guess we go back and watch the first one. A lot of people really hate the first one, and that's kind of why. why. It's just because it's like apparently it's just very much like has no style and is very corporate. That's what I've heard. That's all of them. Because, well, yeah. Well, but like this one's made by Guy Ritchie, who I'm I'm not super familiar with his work, but he's pretty well known for making these stylish. Like, didn't he just have crime, a yeah? The gentleman, the gentleman just came out. Yeah. Um, but a lot of his movies like have a certain like crime comedy style to them, and apparently this one's just like washed of any of that, and so people were kind of not sure about that. He made Snatch. Snatch is probably his like best movie according to people why are you looking at the incredibles i'm making sure that it wasn't nominated for best i think it was oh it, no s- it wasn't score maybe it was i don't know what do you give i'm gonna give it a bombadil because we should have more original movies not yeah not a freaking aladdin sequel. anything else holden nope that's it let's go on to the oscars on to the oscars i'm just going down the order they have it here um okay. the academy awards site so we're going we're gonna go through them some of them we're not going to talk about hardly at all but some of them will probably give some ins- some of our little insight to it um the winners of last week's uh 2020 academy awards i watched pretty much the whole show live and Holden, you followed like a live update. Yeah, thing. I uh, I was I was like just refreshing Google constantly oh. <laughs> and watch and because I think I was doing homework, but not very well because I was just distracted thinking about what was going to be winning the Oscars. Yeah, I, was, I didn't have a way of watching the Oscars, so I, was, I bust out the old antenna. And um, I thought about inviting you over, but I was trying to get homework done too. So hold on. Um. What do you mean, hold on? You keep talking. I need to answer this snap. Wow. Let's see what your priorities are, Holden. Uh, performance by an actor in a leading role. Obviously won by Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. The second Joker to win. Oh, yeah, I had actually completely forgotten about that, but that's pretty cool, I guess. Well, that's because you didn't see his acceptance speech. Yeah, well, I, I saw it after the fact. He looked um, just... <laughs> 
upset to win. Well, so I know he's uh, like yeah. socially awkward. Yeah, like yeah. he has a lot of social anxiety, which is like it's like interesting because he's just like he's he's such a big presence on like the screen and stuff. But then when you if you like talk to him in real life, he's very meek and whatnot. And so giving like giving this acceptance speech, he's very nervous. Yeah, and such. The other thing is, I don't just like who is the real Joaquin Phoenix because he does like. That Jimmy Kimmel stunt just threw me off. Which one? The one, the Jimmy Kimmel one that we talked about on the show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Because it was like awkward. Yeah. And I'm like, is he just doing that again or is he just actually being genuine? I think he's actually being genuine, but like. I think I the real Joaquin Phoenix is like just awkward. Any, But so then how is the Jimmy Kimmel thing a stunt? I don't know. Like, was it actually a stunt, or are they just trying to save face? I think they're just trying to save face. I don't it know. It was, like, really weird. It's really awkward. Um, just let the man just go up there and don't make him have to, like, promote his own movie. Yeah. Just let him <laughs> Have be. someone else do it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think he's pretty deserving of it. He's the best part of Joker. His performance is so good. And, I mean, the other nominees are great, too. I, I would have... I think I'd like to have seen a good uh, Leo for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Adam Driver in Marriage Story. I didn't see the two popes with Jonathan Price or Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, but well, I don't like know. Well, let me see. That yeah, I mean, I would have been okay with Adam Driver, and I really like Leo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I think I like the other two more. I'm okay with Joaquin okay. Phoenix winning. All right, on what are we? Brokaw. Brokaw, sure. I guess. Broker on. <laughs> uh, su- performance by an actor in a supporting role, uh, won by Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood over Joe Pesci and Al Pacino in The Irishman, Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, and Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I think this is well deserved. I agree. I think Brad <laughs> Brad Pitt is probably my favorite part of that movie. I see. I actually like DiCaprio better in that movie. Not that I don't like Brad Pitt because he's great. They're both yeah. great. But I thought to me. He DiCaprio mi- well, DiCaprio might have given a better performance, but I just like Brad Pitt's character in that movie is so funny. And he also dresses like Ace Ventura. He does. Movie. He does. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I'm okay with it. I'll give it a Brokaw. Brokaw. Performance by an actress in a leading role, won by Renee Zellweger for Judy over Charlize Theron in Bombshell. Uh, Oh, Hottie Sorce? Sorce. Sorce Ronan in Little Women. Scarlett, Johan- jo- Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story and Cynthia Erivo Arrivo and Harriet. Um, did we even get Harriet in Sioux Falls? I, I don't think know. we did. They showed it at Augie at school uh, earlier. Um, so this was like one of the upsets, I think. Was it? Who was supposed so. to win? A lot of people were thinking Scarlett Johansson was going to win. Which that was honestly probably my pick. I never saw Judy, so I Yeah. I, I think the movie I think Judy is like okay, but she's definitely the best part. It's kinda like um what movie was it Meryl Streep won for out of all the ones she's won for? Iron Lady or whatever. Apparently that movie's not very good, but she's just really, really good in it and she won for it. Um I mean Sersha for Little Women would have been good too. She's really good in that movie. She's a good actress. Hmm. I'm not sure she's been recognized by the Academy yet. Well, she got nominated. Well, yeah, but with an actual award. A lot of people haven't. We haven't won Academy Awards. I know, Jimmy. Believe it or not, the majority of the U.S. population has not been recognized by the Academy. So I wouldn't go that far. I would go that <laughs> far. <laughs> All right, that's a broke Bro- I guess. Uh, Performance sure. by an actress in a supporting role. Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell was a nominee. Uh, sorry, Laura <laughs> the winner. <laughs> Laura Dern in Marriage Story won over Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Um, so I haven't seen the only ones I've seen are Little Women and uh, Marriage Story, and Laura Dern was really good in it. I thought she was kind of, kind of a cool villain even though she's not really the villain the antagonist villain antagonist the villain is society in that movie bro it's um, like the joker yeah it is um yeah 
and Florence Pugh was really good in Little Women. She was also good in Midsommar, wasn't nominated for that. Yeah. Academy. Yeah. Hmm? Where's your bot? Check your bias there, huh? Yeah. Why don't you um, <laughs> check but, it at the door, Academy? <laughs> but uh, Scarlett Johansson was nominated for both supporting and lead, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Good for her. Didn't, but she win didn't, win, didn't win either of them. Oh, for two. Yeah. That might have hurt her chances, maybe. That could have been. Uh, well, she won both. That would have been kind of cool. Brokaw. Brokaw. Best animated feature film uh, of the year. Uh, Toy Story 4 won over Missing Link, Klaus, I Lost My Body, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and most importantly, not Frozen 2. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad that wasn't nominated. Still am. Um, I'm, I mean, I love Toy Story 4, uh, so I have no problem with it winning. I know that I Lost My Body was kind of like a fan favorite, kind of a... Yeah, I heard Hidden that was good. Gem. I mean, the so the Academy Academy likes to nominate one animated movie no one's ever heard of every <laughs> year, um, and that was this year's. But yeah, I've heard it's good. Um, I really liked How to Train Your Dragon three as well. well good movie. That was like one of our first movies we ever yeah. reviewed for this podcast. It was one. Of, it was the worst of the three movies, wasn't it? I don't Did remember. I don't know. It was my least favorite. Okay. I don't I remember think. what I said. I think. Go back and listen to that. It was a like, year ago. Go back and listen to that like third episode or whatever that was. Back when we were on YouTube. Too. Yeah. Uh, Broca. Achievement in Cinematography. Uh, the Ira- uh, 1917 won Roger Deakins. Yeah. Uh, no problemo there. Yeah. That's Very a, talented. That's a two... Thomas thumbs up. Roger Deakins has up. done so many like good movies and like just beautiful movies. And the fact that he's only just now winning is kind of, is almost a travesty, but I'm glad he's getting recognition now. Yeah. He started at 0 for 13 in nominations to wins. Now he's two for 15. Now he's two for 15. So you got to, you know, he, did, he got Blade Runner last time. He got any well-deserved for that. Um, so it went over the Irishman, Joker, Lighthouse, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So all of those movies all. are shot pretty well. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, achievement in costume design, uh, won by Little Women, uh, and over the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That, yeah, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, Little Women's really got good, good period costumes. Awesome. Uh, Broca, uh, director went to Bong Joon Ho. This is a weird order. For, this is the, how they had it, okay, man? Is this the official website? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Parasite, uh, Bong Joon-ho won over Quentin Tarantino. For Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Sam Mendes for 1917. Todd Phillips for Joker. Thank goodness he did not win. And Martin Scorsese, the Irishman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, all those are good. I, I like Joker, but I don't think it should have been nominated. I mean... It's whatever, though. I don't think it's a poorly directed movie. There's just better ones out there. I just don't like Todd Phillips very much. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Broca. Uh, Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. Good Bong, for you, man. Yeah. Parasite is probably the best directed movie of last year that I've seen. So, It's up there. I think I think it's I think it's definite best for me. Definite? Uh, I think Over it's the de- Irishman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Definitely? Yeah. Diff- I think it's I think it's better directed than both of those movies. Okay. All right. Listen, I'm no Martin Scorsese or Tarantino though, so uh best documentary uh was feature length uh was American Factory, that beat the cave, the edge of democracy for Sama and Honeyland, all of which I've not seen. Have you seen any of those? Yeah, I don't know. So good for them. Best documentary <laughs> short went to learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. Uh, beat the in the out uh, in the absence life overtakes me st louis superman and walk run cha-cha haven't seen okay. any of those good for them achievement in film editing uh went to ford v ferrari over the irishman jojo rabbit joker parasite didn't see Ford ver- versus ferrari so or jojo rabbit yet or um jojo. next yeah. week is jojo rabbit yeah FYI. i think i mean from what i understand is ford v ferrari is a good movie so probably deserved should have gone to 1917. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For all those seamless transitions and one that wasn't. I feel like there were quite a few not quite seamless transitions. I thought them. most of I mean, if you're watching for them. You could, I mean, like, you can pick them out. Yeah. Uh, best international feature film went to Parasite. 
beating Pain and Glory from Spain, Les Mis from France, Honeyland from North Macedonia, and Corpus Christi from Poland. So Les Mis was weird. I like. It's not like Les it's not the It's musical. like a modern. Yeah, it's like the story of Les Mis, but set in a modern setting. Yeah. I think. Which I didn't know until they were showing clips of it. Yeah, of I Oscars. didn't really know anything. I I remember I heard it was coming out, and I mean, instinctively, I'm like, is it another musical one? But no. Obviously, Les Mis was a classic novel before, uh, by Victor Hugo, I think. Is it by Victor Hugo? Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, before uh, the, mu- the musical, but yeah. Yeah. Which I have Get- seen. I have not. I haven't. I haven't even seen the movie. It's good music, man. I'm sure. I did. I did a, a when I auditioned for a musical. I did a song from it one time. I dream. I dream. I didn't do that one. But yeah, Parasite's I'm like, a good uh, one. Uh, what's her name? The British lady, who did it on Britain's Got Talent, and then she became super popular. Uh, so what's her name? Susan Boyle. Oh, I did a uh, Master of the House, which I think is a comedy oh, song. Yeah, that's one of my least favorite ones. Well, okay. Dun, 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 dun. It was well within my range. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? It's a depressing musical. You gotta have a, le- a little bit of levity. I shouldn't say that's. It's a good song, but when the musical's like three hours long and there's just forty minutes of fluff that doesn't need to be there, yeah, can go. Okay, fair enough. Um, fair enough. I'll it take hurts that the answer. pacing. IMO. Okay. IMO. <laughs> Achievement in makeup and hairstyling went to Bombshell over Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil in 1917. I didn't see Bombshell. Imagine Maleficent nor do I really being nominated want to. for an Oscar. Imagine Suicide Squad winning that oh Oscar. Oh, my God. Your favorite Oscar movie. winning film Suicide Squad. Hey, it won more than Endgame. <laughs> oh, my God. Achievement. Okay, <laughs> Suicide Squad's makeup and and stuff is really... It's, like, actually bad. Why was it nominated? It won. Uh, yeah, why did it win? Why was it even nominated, Was it... Though? Wait, did it win, or was it just It won. Nominated? But it was bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't even that ha- know. That was the same year that La La Land also did not win Best Picture, so it was just a tough time at the Oscars world. Wow. Achievement in music written for motion picture, uh, which is the original score. It went to Joker for some reason. Uh, okay, over Little Joker Women, has a good score. <laughs> Marriage Story, 1917, and The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, listen, 1917 score, not very good. Star Wars score. It has score, its moments. Star Wars score is okay because it's John Williams, but it really hasn't. Like, I liked nothing. Marriage Story's score. I did Randy like that one. Newman. That probably I would have. I, I I didn't know that was Randy Newman. I was well, like the whole time watching, I was like, "This kind of sounds like Randy Newman," and then it <laughs> yeah. was. I probably would have wanted either that or Little Women to win. But Joker's score is not bad. You're just like, "Oh, Joker's got a bad score." I didn't say a bad score. I just said there's nothing. It's just uh, nothing. It is. There is. It's more than nothing, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, the soundtrack collectively is bad no well the score is different i said soundtrack yeah okay achievement in music written for motion picture this is the song one uh the one from rocket man one i don't remember that one like i didn't remember there was an original song written for rocket man so (laughs) it won over one in toy story one in breakthrough oh my god uh into the Unknown from Frozen 2 and Stand Up from Harriet. Um, well, I'm just glad Frozen 2 didn't get an Oscar. So, Although Into the Unknown is the, probably the only the, good uh, thing about that movie. That's true. Um, yeah. Best motion picture. Oh, or so some the, people the say big one. best picture. Why is this not the last? There are more after this. Do you want to? Should we skip that one and come back to it? It's Parasite, all right? It <laughs> okay. won over Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, Marriage Story, Little Women, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, The Irishman, and Ford v. Ferrari. A I solid is, year. I think this is... Okay, this is This was the big incredible. upset. It, it is a big upset. This, like, I texted Jimmy. I'm like, Jimmy, we just witnessed history. We did. Because this is pretty incredible. For those of you who don't know, this is the first foreign film to ever win Best Picture at the Oscars, which is... I mean, at least foreign language, film. foreign language film. That's, um, and so, yeah, that's 
I we weren't expecting it. Jimmy was expecting 1917. I had kind of conceded to that too, even though I didn't want it you to win. Who did you predict? You predicted like what did you kind of th- once upon a time in Hollywood? No, what, you I think said, I said some- maybe the Irishman, and which I was literally like, no. won nothing. Kind of incredible. Yeah, Steven Spielberg <laughs> campaigning against Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Although Netflix did win their first Oscar when Laura Dern won. That was their first Oscar? I think so. That's what I Roma? saw. I think I saw. No, Roma won last year. Director, right? Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah. Well, why did I see that? Oh, maybe it was their first acting Oscar was what I saw. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but I think Parasite well-deserved. I didn't even have it at my favorite movie of the year because I, I had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as my favorite movie. But I think Parasite was probably the best movie out of all those. Haven't seen Ford v. Ferrari or Jojo Rabbit yet, but out of the ones we've seen, I think it's the best one. So the favorite was 1917. The challenger was Parasite. And of those two, I'm so glad Parasite won. Yeah. Um, it's it's just such a good movie. And, like, <laughs> we, we literally can't say anything about it if you haven't seen yeah, it. No. If you have seen it, you can listen to our Hey, guess what? Review. You can read the subtitles. You'll be fine, okay? Yeah, it's, it's so good, guys. Don't be giving me this, I don't want to read the movie sort of thing. It's a good movie. You can handle it. Yeah. Uh, achievement in production design went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Short films... Let's just not even talk about sound editing. All right, let's just visual effects. Oh, yeah, we can talk about visual effects. Uh, went to 1917 over Star Wars, Lion King. Lion King got beat, which is kind of surprising mm-hmm. to me. The Irishman and Endgame. Um, yeah. I don't really think the visual effects. I mean, I think they were good, but like, I don't know. I waterfall like, part looked like, bad. Endgame or Lion King should have been Lion King probably. I mean, I'm glad they didn't give it to Lion King, so then they they can't say that that's Oscar winning either. But it is very good. Uh, Taika Waititi won Best Adapted Screenplay for Jojo Rabbit over The Irishman, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. Haven't seen it. Um, I'm glad Taika got an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, Original screenplay went to Bong Joon Ho. Uh, Han Jun-won um, for their screenplay of Parasite uh, over Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, Marriage Story, and Knives Out. Yep. Ryan Johnson got another Oscar nomination, haters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good, though. It was the best screenplay out of all those. So. Is that his only Oscar nomination? Ryan Johnson? Uh, yeah. Maybe. I, think I said so. another, but it's probably his first. I don't know. Those are the Oscars. They, I yeah. think I thought they got it basically almost right. They this got time. this was a pretty good year because I thought the last couple years were kind of lackluster. Yeah. Good thing Green Book didn't win, you know. Yeah, this year. <laughs> they had to make up for last year. Yeah. Whoops. All right. Anything else, Holden? Uh, no. All right. Let's get on to our review, non-spoilers of Sonic the Hedgehog. Sega. They did that little bit at the beginning of the movie. They played it, but it was only instrumental. They're like, Doo-doo. you ever play a Sega Genesis or whatever? Nope. Yeah, they always they do that. Never played at the Sonic. beginning of the games. I never, I never played, played Sonic. I'm kind of a Sonic hater. Just kidding. Turns out this movie is not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Man, after seeing that first trailer, which whoever thanks to Paradise, hey, whoever put together that trailer, they're probably fired (laughs) it is that was uh i mean they put they literally put the worst parts of the movie into that trailer with the old design they had the old design the worst parts of the movie they had gangsta's paradise playing (laughs) which is not fitting at all (laughs) terrible trailer the movie's not that bad. No. It's all right. It's it's okay. It's all right. It's <laughs> thoroughly all right. Yeah, you know what? And that's way better than we thought we'd be giving if it. If you're so. going with your kid, you're not going to just want to inflict bodily harm while watching this movie. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. You want to give a synopsis, Jimmy? Synopsis. Sonic. He's in danger. He's running away from things all the time. He's trying to hide his powers. Yeah. 
So he's got to hide from people, live on his own, Mm -hmm. so he stays safe. But he gets very lonely because he's all isolated. And he lives in this small town, or he's hiding out in this small town in Montana. Where Green Hills. Where where James... Wink, wink to the the first level of the first Sonic game. It's called Green Hill Zone. Where James (laughs) Marsden is the sheriff. And he kind of just likes to spy on James Marsden and his wife and their dog. Yep. And he wants to have that life. He uh, wants to hang out with them, have friends. But he gets lonely. Uh, the inciting incident occurs, and it pushes them together. And Dr. Robotnik is trying to get Sonic, and that's the journey. Yep. There you go. That's that's a good synopsis, Jimmy, without spoiling it. It's very predictable. Yeah. So. Yeah, we are going to have a spoiler section, but if you've seen, like, any movie, you can see pretty much where the plot's going, like, right from the start. Anytime they introduce any... And what the any, themes are and all that. Yeah. Anytime they introduce a new plot thing in this movie, it's, like, really obvious where it's going. It's like, <laughs> oh, then James Marsden's like, oh, I'm going to move to San Francisco to be a cop. Uh, I wonder if... Because I'll be more... I'll be happier there than I am here. Yep. Won't spoil what happens, but it's pretty <laughs> obvious when it's presented in the movie. <laughs> Boy, I just really want a chance where I can be in a life or death situation. Where I save can save someone someone's life. And they're in a life or death situation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the plot is not the strong suit of this movie. No. It's very, not well, like, kind of generic. generic. It's, it's generic, generic, but it's also just very predictable and, Yeah. It's got some heart. It's pretty yeah. cheesy, but it's got some heart. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I don't like giving it the okay just because it's a kid's movie, but it is a kid's movie. So It's better than Frozen 2. It is better than Frozen 2. <laughs> um, At so, least this plot makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's talk about, we always like starting with the acting. Let's start with the acting a little bit, huh? I, uh, I think it's pretty good overall. Yeah, I mean... Well, Jim Carrey is Jim. He's like he's doing '90s Jim Carrey, and I think the writing is just bad. Yeah, and I think he's like I think he's like kind of funny at parts, but it's just a lot of the jokes he's presented with. It doesn't work. It's mostly when he's doing like physical humor that it's funny. Yeah, because that's just like how he is. But whenever he's like saying a joke, it's it's not that good. Yeah, there's a few, but. Most of them are. A couple. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd even go to a few. Yeah. So this I one mean, at Jim, the end of the movie, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey, he's he's very, you know, he's good if you're expecting that. And I mean, that's what, kind of what we were all expecting. Uh, Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. James Marsden, is, he's, he's good. He's got very beautiful eyes. He does. They're striking. Beautiful eyes. They do. Like Robert Pattinson that I mentioned earlier. Beautiful eyes. If they looked at each other in the eyes, do you think the world would end? I think so. It might. Um, ben Schwartz as Sonic wasn't insufferable. Like no, I thought he, I thought he would be. At times, it was kind of like... It was right. mostly just like the jokes he was given, though. Like, I think the voice performance is all right. It's still kind of annoying, his voice. Yeah. Like it he's, fits, but it's he's, kind of uh, He's John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, yeah. for those of you who uh, watch that show. Mm-hmm. One of the best characters in that show. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> you mean one of the worst? <laughs> He's supposed to be terrible. I know. Though. That's like the, like the point of the character. <laughs> I know. I hate him, though. <laughs> He's a lovable character to hate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the wife's good, hate. I guess. Yeah. And the one mom, the her sister. Her sister. She's pretty funny. <laughs> Got a few good lines. Got a few moments. So that was that was one that when I was seeing other reviews of this movie, they kept saying like, "Oh, the sister-in-law, she's she's really funny. One of the best parts of the movie." I feel like they overplayed it a little bit. Yeah. But then the more they overplayed it, actually got funnier yeah. again. There are a few parts where it was <laughs> kind of like groaning, but yeah, whatever. Uh, the visual effects in this movie pretty good. Pretty solid. I was kind of surprised. Sonic looks good. Like yeah. Like <laughs> I. If it was with the old design, it would look so bad. Oh but the God. new design looks good. We walked out of the theater and Jimmy's like, I just like couldn't stop thinking about how it would look like with the old design. <laughs> it would just be it terrible. Would be awful. Um, but yeah, the new, I mean, 
I thought in the trailer with the new design, it didn't look that great, but... I thought it looked fine, I but thought, I think it looks good well, yeah. in the movie. I thought, I thought like, the design looked good, but I didn't think, like, the CG looked that convincing, but it looks pretty good in the movie. I really, like, one of the things I noticed was, like, his, like, gloves. You can see, like, the material. And, I mean, that's not, like, anything so new, like, that level of detail, I guess, but I, it's appreciated. There's one, like, completely CGI shot in this movie that involves, like, a bag landing on something that I think looks just terrible. I don't know. Just looks like, <laughs> like PlayStation 2 quality oh. or X- PS3 quality. I don't know what that is. Oh. I'll have to say it in the spoilers. I will. Uh, let's see. Uh, I didn't really notice the score all that much. It wasn't... Aside from when they did the Green Hill Zone thing at the end. Like, it, it, was at, it was like when they're... Well, I guess I can't say it's spoilers, but they, they do... For those of you who who know Sonic or even video games in general, they do like the main Sonic song, but they do it in kind of like a happy. I don't know if it's piano or not. It's not like slow and dramatic like Birds and Prey, Birds of Prey did with uh, "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" or whatever. Hit me with your best um, but it, it, it's just like an arrangement of it that's kind of in the background. You'll definitely notice it if you know the song. Jimmy probably doesn't know the song. I don't. That's know why the I didn't song. notice it. I didn't get all the Sonic references, Holden. I did. I'll talk about it in spoilers. Uh, this movie has funny parts. Has not funny parts. A lot of the writing is pretty childish. But like, it's got I, some moments. It does, yeah, it does. I agree. And I, we we don't want to spoil what they are because I don't think what we got to talk about that one ad placement. Oh my god! Can we talk about it just right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who gives a? <laughs> f- <laughs> oh, bleep that one out, Jimmy. Great. <laughs> um, extra I, editing for me. Been a while before I'd sworn. Huh? Yeah. Thanks. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so there's actually a few moments of pretty blatant product placement, but the worst one was the first is one, the first yeah. one where there <laughs> uh, uh, James Marsden's wife is like looking at apartments or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, I found this great apartment on Zillow," and it, <laughs> it just shows the website Zillow, and it's a definitely a sc- like a screen simulated onto the computer yeah look straight out of a zillow ad oh my god it looks it was so cheesy we were dying <laughs> the, the, the whole theater was just silent because it's just in the, in the middle of this normal conversation and holden and i are just dying <laughs> it was really funny and then they also like there's some olive, the garden. olive gardens pretty bad <laughs> they're like because it's like oh yeah olive garden because when you're there when you're there your, your family, family. Yes. Have you ever had their never-ending pasta bowls? <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> oh. And they all there's like mellow yellow Sonic shoes or Puma sneakers. I didn't notice that. I only noticed. I think I only noticed that because I heard about that beforehand. So I like looked for the logo. But I, I mean, the shoes look good. And they're definitely they Sonic style shoes. You know. Um, yeah. Product placement. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so it was funny. so on the nose. Yeah. Obviously, product placement. Oh my God. And the way she delivered this, the line, she's like, "Oh, it I found sounded this like great, a commercial. I found this great apartment on, on Zillow. Zillow. <laughs> on Zillow, uh-huh. turned the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, interesting stuff. Anything else you want to add before we get to the spoilers? The action no. is it's all right. All right. Yeah, I mean it's PG action. It's pretty good for just a a, P- a PG movie. I would say that the worst parts of this movie are all in the trailer. So yeah, if you pretty much. I also think the whole bar thing is yeah. kind of unnecessary. But yeah, it felt like a detour. Felt like well, wild well, logs. I want to talk about that a little bit more in spoilers. But yeah, ready um, for your rating, Holman? Yeah, uh, I'll give it a. I want to change Birds of Prey to a 6 out of 10, just a little bit retroactively. Keep keep going up. Yeah, uh, because I feel I was a little hard on it, but it was also, yeah, whatever. I'll give this a 7? You're going to give it a 7, huh? I'm going 6.5. This is a rare Holden's above Jimmy. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give it I'll give it a 7. Wow. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) On to spoilers. (laughs) 
Holden, what do you want to talk about first? Oh, I'll, I'll mention the CGI shot that I thought was bad. Sure. When he drops the coins through the portal the and they... The <laughs> They're obvious. This isn't Mario, Jimmy. This isn't a Mario movie. This is a Sonic movie. <laughs> when he drops the rings through the, the portal and they land on the Transamerica building, it is the most CGI thing. Oh. It does not look real whatsoever. Oh. Especially like it. it's like too close to the bag. The bag is so fake. You're the one who always notices bad CGI. Sorry, didn't I didn't this. notice it, okay? And just when they're on top of the Trans America building in general, it looks so bad. I didn't know. What notice. is wrong with you? I don't know. You only notice okay, bad you know CGI what? when it's DC or Star Wars. Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy was trying to catch my bias like today. He's like, oh Holden, you just don't like DC. Why don't you movies. check your bias? I'm not door. I you know what? If DC movies were better, I would like them. I think the fact that you think I'm gonna bring it up again, Holden, that you think the Black Widow trailer is superior to the Wonder Woman eighty four trailer shows that you have an inherent bias against dc Whatever. or just so far i don't in favor i don't want to get into this right now <laughs> one of those trailers is so much better than the nope. other it's not even close pretty close to each and other and like i told you i'm a very open-minded person but you're just objectively wrong on this one back to sonic Holden. <laughs> now that we just cleared the air and talked about how i was right and you were wrong yeah, about that yeah. we can go on yeah, I don't know. that I I didn't really have any problems with the CG at any point in this movie, I don't think. Sonic looked good, though. The Sonic character did look good. It didn't ruin really the movie. that. <laughs> I wanted to qualify my criticism okay. for the positive. It's called um, the compliment sandwich wanted, hole. Okay. You ever heard of these? I, the, I wanted to mention that the the bar scene was kind of... Felt off. It felt off. Felt it really felt unnecessary. Um, felt like wild logs, man. Yeah, it did. Also... <laughs> The scene, like in that, he literally just like it rips off the Quicksilver action scene from Days of Future Past, where like he slows down time and just like adjusts everything oh, to sure. work in his favor. Because that's like, I mean, X Men movies are hit or miss, but the that is probably one of the best parts of any X Men movie is when Quicksilver does that. Um, it says very, he he crosses do a slam dunk off his bucket list, and he doesn't he doesn't slam do a slam dunk. dunk. There's yeah, another like, one too. Oh, we ride a wild animal I and he rides a mechanical bull. I also thought it was like really weird that like they made he had that bucket list and then James Marsden notices he's like he that make a friend wasn't crossed off. And then in the next scene, Sonic's like, Oh yeah, I'm your best friend. Yeah. It was kind of weird. <laughs> didn't didn't really make sense. I did like the I did like it, I mean, it was it was a little hammy, but Sonic's uh, sense of belonging in this movie was mm. kind of cute. Yeah, it's nice. Gave me a little bit of the feels, a little yeah, bit of the warm yeah, and know, fuzzies, you know. I liked it. Just looking into James Marston's eyes. Oh uh, yeah, God. that's home. He's pretty, and he's got a little golden retriever. He's in Westworld. He's he good is. in Westworld. Oh, watch the second season <laughs> and the third season. It's coming out in like a month, Jimmy. <laughs> 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 I have at least I'll I watched watch the, the first season. I'll watch it when the fourth season of Stranger Things comes out. Hey, trailer! There was a trailer <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get off topic right now. We can talk about it later. Olden, um, I wanted to talk about a few of the references that I caught. First of all, so there's that crazy guy, Crazy Joe or whatever, <laughs> which was he was a pretty funny, funny character. But um, His when he chainsaw yeah, at the end of the movie, um. He at the beginning of the movie when they're when like Sonic's going through the residence of the town and he brings up Crazy Joe and shows Crazy Joe holding up a draw a poorly drawn version of Sonic to like the the police chief or what or like James Marsden or whatever and that poorly drawn version of Sonic is the internet meme Sonic. Ah, it's an internet meme where it was that some kid drew a p- very poor version of Sonic and it just kind of became a meme on the internet. It was kind of funny. I thought it, I, when I noticed it. Um, Jim Carrey's gloves that he uses to control the robots kind of resemble a Sega Genesis controller. So uh, for those of you out there who know what a Sega Genesis controller looks like, it's kind of cool. The part. Oh, okay. This is a little bit off, but I hate I, I hated that it did the trope where it's like, 
Oh, this is me. Do you want to see how I oh got here? Oh my gosh, I thought the exact same thing. Like, I was like, at the beginning of the movie. Oh my. And Birds of Prey just did that too, and I was like, no. that trope. And so it annoying. did not add anything no! to the movie. I forgot it was happening. I did like, too. It didn't. He wasn't even really narrating past the beginning of the movie, so it's like, wasn't no, it did not add anything no. to the movie. It was just there. But anyway, that shot where it like where he stops and like it's like oh let me tell you about what happened first in the background you can see a street sign that says mega drive which is also the name of a sega console i think it was the other name for the sega genesis so fun fact there um sega drive sonic eats chili dogs in the movie which is his favorite food in the games neat (laughs) um he says gotta go fast that's pretty good yeah he said that like that i've never played sonic holden so i don't get any but he of said, these. you know sonic says gotta go fast you have to know that i don't how do you know what it's how do you not know that i never played sonic oh my god uh they called dr robotnik eggman did you catch that i don't play you don't sonic. you don't even know like what you don't know that Ro- dr robotnik's like they call him dr eggman no why would oh I know God. that if I've literally but, never played Sonic? But, like, Sonic is, like, a cultural icon, too. Like, how do you not know anything? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, at least I know who Serena Williams is. Oh, okay. my God. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much all I had for references. You're going to have a tough time getting the job with those references. Oh, them. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I liked at the end of the movie when uh, they... When James Marsden is like, I'm the donut lord. Who do you think you are? I'm the donut lord. <laughs> Whatever. That was pretty funny. I think it's the crap beaten out of him yeah. immediately after I did kind of like the ongoing joke of James Marsden beat the sh- like punched <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. And then he's just like, no one beats me up. He and just then, was unnecessarily mean, Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, he was. I mean, he's the villain, but he was just like so mean i didn't like i didn't hate it though because he's very just like cartoonish yeah and i have a soft spot if someone just goes over the top with their villain i guess which i like to hear um i'm in charge here nope 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 major nobody cares (laughs) the worst part of the movie the doctor thing says you're basic (laughs) oh speaking of which sonic flosses in this movie twice Twice. <laughs> when, I only noticed the, the it was the, the end. Fir- at, and then at the end when uh, I noticed the ending one. What was the first one? The first one when he like destroys the vehicle and he's like standing in oh, the I ashes of the vehicle. That. He's doing the flossing. Gosh. I'm like, oh my god! Stop incorporating flossing into your movies, unless it's dental floss. Stop incorporating dance trends into your movie, unless you're creating a dance trend, like like Dirty Dancing did or something, like. You're literally just wanting to be outdated by the time your movie comes out. There was a lot of references in this movie too to random things. Yeah, a lot. I also the beginning was so overdramatic. It was like the whole rewind thing and also just the overdramatic sacrifice thing. I was like, boy. Yeah. Oh, also the things that are chasing him are echidnas, which Knuckles, famous uh, Sonic character, the red one. Do you know the red one? Yep. Yeah, he's one of those. And Shadow. Shadow is not one. Shadow's a hedgehog. He's not an echidna. Knuckles is an echidna, so that makes me wonder if he's going to be tied to, if in a, if a possible sequel, if he'll come in and be tied to those people who killed his his owl. <laughs> Sonic's owl. Rock on Yeah. Rock on That That end part with Jim Carrey was pretty good, where he's <laughs> in the other world. First of all, he looks a lot more like uh, Dr. Eggman slash Dr. Robotnik in the video games, um, which he was, uh, you saw it briefly in the trailer. Um that's pretty good. Um, Any other jokes worth sharing? Um, that child in the bag one actually had a good punchline because I thought that was really overdone in the trailers. What was the punchline? It yeah. was like Sonic's like, this is better than the dog cage they keep oh, yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> that was better because like, I thought the whole joke was just in the trailer and we had been seeing it over and over again, but the punchline was, was pretty good. Um, yeah. All right. Know. Oh, the turtle. 
The turtle, turtle all the turtle. The beginning, that was pretty good. The turtle's like smiling. <laughs> it's like shaking. <laughs> he, he goes fast. With, uh, Sonic speeds with a turtle because uh, the turtle's like, you know, a slow. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, let's go fast, turtle. And the turtle's like, okay. Traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's literally like a shaking. heart attack. <laughs> that was pretty good. Tails is at the end of the movie setting up a sequel beyond just Dr. Robotnik still being alive. And me and Jimmy, I, I t- leaned to Jimmy and I'm like, what did Tails' original design look like? <laughs> if Tails has always been planned to be in this movie, what did his original design for? And I <laughs> like, told them they probably didn't get that far by the time they read That could very well be. Um, Thank goodness. <laughs> God. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's very much akin to like the modern, or the newer Sonic design. So, yeah. Um, You ready to go on? I think so. Ready to say goodbye to Sonic and tell the sequel? Yep. It, it, this movie's been doing really well. What I I guess you said you said you like Detective Pikachu more than this one. Yeah, I think I did too. Um, but this movie it has had the best opening weekend of any video game adaptation ever. Um, I think it's until I mean, Uncharted. Am I, right? I really yeah? I really hate like saying like the critics are wrong and stuff. Just because, I mean, what did the like, critics say? They're like, it's like a forty on Metacritic or something, which I think is a little harsh. I always, I mean, because I lots of times I like to agree, or lots of times, I mean, the critics bring up good points, but the audience score is really high on this movie, and I think it's just a lot of people are enjoying it. That's got good. a sixty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, ninety-five percent audience score. Yeah. Wow, like people are loving yeah, this. Kids movie. liked it. Yeah, kids were having a hoot in the movie theater. There were a few that were getting a little restless, but those were most of the really young ones. Just be glad you didn't go to Doolittle, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Probably, anyway. Um, Yeah, so I think we'll probably get a sequel to this. If we're getting a Detective Pikachu sequel, we'll probably get a sequel to this, I think. This will probably Oh, this is definitely getting a sequel. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what happens. Maybe uh, uh, Jim Carrey was a lot more unhinged. At the end, so I'm curious. I want him to be like that in the sequel. (laughs) Yeah. All right, ready to go on? Yep. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Holden, this is our classic segment, What Are You Doing? (laughs) We're doing it all year now. We have. So... What have you been doing this last few days? Damn, what have I been doing? Um, so I really haven't watched a lot because I've been pretty busy this week. Um, I watched, I did watch one movie this week. It was the Meyerowitz stories. I watched that I think on Monday, so it was probably right after the last episode. Um, directed by Noah Baumbach, who just did uh, Marriage Story. Um, but it stars Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, a a, a classic duo but it's actually like a dramatic movie. It's like kind of a comedy in the fact that like marriage story kind of was where it had like it's funny moments. Stop kicking me, Jimmy. Jesus. <laughs> He's like trying to get me to hurry up. I'm not going to hurry no, up. I'm just, I was just rotating in my chair. swiveling, <laughs> and I just actually kicked you a couple times and that'd be funny. I thought it would be funny if I just pretended like I was going to kick you. No. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I mean, it, it's got its funny moments, kind of like Marriage Story does, but it's it's also ultimately a drama. Marriage um, Story, hilarious. It's got funny <laughs> moments in it. It does have some funny moments. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's not the word I would use to describe what, that movie. What? We literally talked about that. We did say it was, like, it's dramatic, but it has funny moments. Yeah, but it's not the word I would describe for it. Fun. Okay, fine. Fine, Jimmy. Anyway, um... And it's also got a very old Dustin Hoffman in it as Adam Sandler's dad, which was interesting. But um, it's a really kind of cool movie. I don't really know how to describe it. I guess it's like this family who their dad's kind of never been there for them. He's always been really focused on his art. And now he's like a struggling artist later in life. And he's trying to reconnect with his kids. It's it's interesting. I really liked it. It's a Netflix original. It's like one of the trifecta of good Adam Sandler performances alongside Punch Drunk Love and Uncut Gems. So um, and Jack and Jill and Jack and Jill, <laughs> <laughs> two good performances in that movie. So we got five. Um, he should have won all. The, he should have won Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> 
<laughs> best, best actress. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, good movie. I'd recommend it if you if you watch Marriage Story and you liked it, you'd probably like this movie. Um, I also I talked about it last week. Uh, I fin I played and beat Black Mesa this week. Pretty incredible what they did with that game. Um, just, I mean, really cool. They really like made Half-Life kind of a little bit more modern, uh, better graphics. Um, it was towards the end of the game struggling to run on my computer, but I was so close that I had to finish it um, just because like towards the game, it got really very like uh, graphically Why intense. Why didn't you just lower the graphics settings? I did, Jimmy. They were lowered. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I did. I it was like like the final the final boss fight was was a little rough, but I finished it and it was still pretty cool. Um, I really recommend it if you've played the original Half Life. Um, <coughs> go support some hardworking uh, some hardworking indie devs out there. They did good work. They worked on that game for like fifteen years and just got it fully out. So. Go support it. Wow. Um, That's a lot of time. Yeah. Um, And then I started playing Doom 3. Doom 3? That's an older game. The third Doom. The third Doom game. It's it's kind of the black sheep of the Doom family because, like, the other ones are very much, like, run, run, blow shit up really fast, uh, like the new one and the very originals. But this one's, like, a survival horror one. Hmm. And it's got, like, it's got an interesting story to it. Um, but they decided to like, it came out the same year as Half-Life 2, so like 2004, and they decided to take a survival horror route with it, and it's kind of good. I, I like it so far. Um, my I think my dad didn't like it, Scott Sutter, he doesn't like it, because uh-huh. he's like, one of the things in the game is like, you can only have your flashlight or your gun out, you can't have both out at the same time, and so like, sometimes you like want to shine a light on something and then shoot it and it's a little bit annoying but it's the point of the game scott sutter it's supposed to be it's it's supposed to be a little bit hectic like that you know it's a game it's kind of like the toms yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'll think that's funny um yeah beyond that just mostly been watching south park and americans and doing school work yeah yeah not a lot Oh, I've been. Oh, I played Beat Saber in your. Oh yeah, your you room. tried out some fun. Beat Saber. That was the first time I'd ever played Beat Saber. And then you watched me play Beat Saber. And you're really good at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was telling them I'm like, at this point, so I've been playing the saxophone since fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at it, and I'm like, at this point, I think I'm actually better at Beat Saber than I am at the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, an art form. I really want. I I need to get it somehow. It's just like it's a lot of fun. When you save up for that Oculus Quest. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whatever I decide to buy first after I pay for college. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, what, what would you... Oh, I'll probably get a PS5. I'll probably just save up for a PS5 at this point. Get that I, next. They might be making a new VR headset for that, too. Wireless. Nice. Ooh. High resolution. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'll be getting that teacher's salary, you know, so... Nice. The big bucks. Yeah. I'm getting a PS5. You better believe it. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. <laughs> Won't have any time to play it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be getting that. Um, I've been playing... So I hadn't really been playing a game because I've been busy other than maybe Beat Saber like once, maybe twice a week just to get some like exercise in because mm-hmm. it's still kind of cold outside. Um, But I'm just so hyped for baseball right now because the Twins, legitimate World Series contenders this year and not cheaters. That's wow. good to know. Shout um, out to the Astros. Shout out to the Astros. The Houston Astros. I can't believe I knew right. that's the team that it was. <laughs> Holden, I'm proud of you. Yes. They're a bunch of cheaters, Holden. They should be. I feel bad for their fans because their team won a World Series and they were super excited about it. And then two years later, you find out your team literally just cheated to win it. And all your favorite players are just a bunch of liars. Yeah. And... Sorry, Astros fans. You're just stuck with them, and everybody literally hates your team's guts. And you're like, well, I either cheer for them still, or I have to, and like, just cheer for a bunch of these cheaters, or I like disown my favorite team. Yeah. And sad. Uh, so interesting. But so I've been playing that game. It's fun, it's addicting, and it 
it hits Wait, my what game. This uh, MLB game. Sorry, I didn't say that. You didn't that. say that. I was thinking. <laughs> so, so I've been hyped. So I've been playing the MLB game, MLB The Show 19 on the PlayStation 4. Oh, okay. And um, the postseason mode. And it's fun, man. It's wow. fun. It's addicting. Wow, it's, really, it's really fun to hit a baseball in, on a controller, huh? It is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what I've been doing, Holden. Nice. Gonna be teaching about Lewis and Clark this week. Nice. Lewis of Lewis and Clark had be, a dog named Seaman. I'm gonna be conducting job interviews this week, so for who? For the UBG. Oh. Uh-huh. For my Hello, I'm, Governor. I'm the uh I'm the head of the student event planning organization starting Union next Board year. Union Board of Governors. Yeah, it's called Union Board of Governors. You're the I'm co-head with my friend Eiler. You're like some of the dorms here. You're co-head. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to be conducting interviews for positions in that, I think, at the end of this week because applications are due tomorrow. So I think we're going to try to start Friday. Yeah. There you go. Sign up. Yes. <laughs> All you at home. All you at Lincoln, Nebraska. Probably by the time this comes out, they're going to be due already. So Jimmy's slow. You're slow. Actually, you've got tomorrow off. You'll get yeah. it. You'll get it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, next week will be Jojo Rabbits. Oh yeah, excited to review that one. We have a gap week. We're not going to do Call of the Wild because <laughs> Jimmy really doesn't want to. It's Togo, but worse probably. And CGI. Yeah, and that's just a CGI dog. I don't want to work with other actors. Exactly. I just care money. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll do that. And if we think of something else to do, we'll do that too. Um, maybe we'll finally do another random segment since we're not doing another two movies. Well, or you're Oscars. planning it. Okay. <laughs> see you later, um, everybody. See you guys. Love you. <laughs>